Tom Brady retires as the highest-earning NFL player of all time. Now, what was interesting about this and why we wanted to cover it is that this is going to be how much money he has made over his 22 seasons, right? So Tom Brady retired from the National Football League Tuesday as the record holder in a slew of categories including most all-time wins, Super Bowl titles, passing yards, and touchdowns. But there's one other title he secured over his Hall of Fame career, most money earned. The 44-year-old earned $292.9 million over his 22-season career between his salary, bonuses, and other incentives, but not counting endorsements. And to be frank, a lot of these like pro athletes actually make about the same, if not more than double, what they make in their career in terms of salary, right? I believe Shaq has made close to, I think, $300 million from his salary when he was playing basketball. But in terms of, like, I think endorsements, he made, like, almost half a billion or something. And then you add on top of all of the investments that he's actually done, it's going to be crazy. Now, this puts him firmly atop the list of the highest-earning players in the history of the NFL. He is $23 million ahead of number two, Drew Brees, and also tops Ben Roethlisberger, Matt Ryan, and Aaron Rodgers, according to Spot Rack. So, Tom Brady, 22 seasons, $293 million. Drew Brees, Drew Brees, 20 seasons, $269.7 million. Ben Roethlisberger, 18 seasons, $267.3 million. Matt Ryan, 14 seasons, $267 million. And Aaron Rodgers, 17 seasons with $263.6 million. And again, none of these includes, you know, their endorsements, right? So you can pretty much assume that probably all five of these people have at least probably made close to half a million total each, at least. So making Brady's record even more remarkable is the fact that he was taken with the 199th pick in the 2000 NFL Draft, meaning he missed out on the lucrative signing bonus that top draft picks receive. In fact, Brady didn't earn more than $1 million in a single season until 2002 when he received $3.8 million during his third season. And honestly, kind of like the story of like Tom Brady kind of goes to show like a lot of people like even though you may not be viewed as the best right off the bat, depending on your work ethic and how serious you take whatever thing that you're trying to work on, you could end up becoming the best and getting paid the best. So Brady spent the first 20 years of his career with the New England Patriots, winning six Super Bowls before leaving for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 
where he won the Super Bowl last year. So Tom Brady's earnings by season. So yeah, basically he made the most in his like in specific seasons, like in a single season, by the Tampa Bay. So the seven-time Super Bowl winner also never came close to being the highest-paid player in the league. In fact, Business Insider reported in 2020 that Brady pre- uh, Brady passed up at least 60 million dollars worth of salary to give the New England Patriots more money to build a competitive roster, and this seems to have paid off. He went. 219 to 64 in New England. Now, this is actually like pretty cool to actually see, right? And this is also one of the reasons why we push so hard for people to be like financially secure, meaning like get out of debt. Like, we really push really hard for people to get out of debt, right? And the main reason is that when you don't have any debt, when you have a lot of money in the bank and you have money in investments, the reality is that you're not hurting for money, right? Meaning you could be super generous with money if you feel like it, right? You could donate money to charities. You could buy yourself a Lamborghini in the future, right? Or just a nice car, right? Or you could help out the team that you work for by taking basically like a pay cut because you don't necessarily need this extra 60 million, right? To try to make your team overall better, right? Because if all the money goes straight into you, yeah, you might make more money, but what is the longevity of that team if you're going to be basically taking up all the resources that is allotted to that team, right? So... It's something to really think about. Sometimes it's nice to get yourself into a financial position where you're not stressing about this money so that you can keep doing what you love to do and do it better and also just be generous to other players, right? Because him not taking that salary means that other players were able to get probably really lucrative deals that they might have never have gotten if he took this money right? This could have been something where like they could have used this money and ended up hiring people that were very young, with a lot of skill, but came with a pretty hefty price, right? So that's something to really think about. So the $29 million Brady earned with the Buccaneers this past season is the most he has ever made in a single year and still ranked fifth in the NFL according to SpotRack. Unlike his records in the field, don't expect Brady's dominance in the earnings rankings to last long. The Kansas City Chiefs quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, signed a massive contract extension in 2020 that could pay him as much as $500 million if he hits all of his incentives and guarantees him an average of at least $45 million per year over 10 years. Now, the only thing is, I believe this is the football player that has the crazy wife and crazy brother. I believe that's the case. And if that is the case, it could be like a very real situation where this NFL player might end up losing this lucrative contract due to the actions of his brother and wife, 
which would be pretty crazy to see, right? Seeing someone pretty much miss out on like a half a billion dollar contract roughly, right? It'd be pretty crazy. Now, the Buffalo Bills quarterback, Josh Allen, signed a six-year, $258 million contract extension in 2021 and is on pace to finish his career with at least $300 million. So either way, the main things to really understand about this is, number one, the reason why these NFL players, these pro athletes make more money than your average worker that works like a nine-to-five job, whether it be construction or really any other job, right, is because money follows attention, right? And that's something to really understand. This is why movie stars get paid a lot of money. This is why musicians get paid a lot of money. This is why Joe Rogan gets paid a lot of money, right? This is why people on like CNN or Fox get paid millions of dollars talking about stuff that they probably have no clue about, right? Because they have attention, and attention is followed by money always. There is always money when there is attention, where there is an audience. So that's one thing to understand. Number two, Tom Brady is probably one of the best examples for a pro athlete to actually follow. Right, And the reason why I say that is because he's at the top of his game. He retires basically on top, right? He's extremely skilled, and he got better as time went on, which most athletes get worse. He's so good with his finances that he's willing to take a $60 million, basically, not taking $60 million, right, which pretty much anyone else, pretty much any other pro athlete would take that money because a lot of pro athletes are bankrupt, are broke, owe hundreds of thousand dollars in child support, owe a lot of money to debt collectors, okay? A lot of them are getting scammed. A lot of their financial advisors are scamming them. So... It's something to really understand. Like, he is set up financially in a way to where he could not take $60 million so that he can make his team better, okay? That's a really important lesson to learn, not just for NFL players, not just for pro athletes, but for anyone, right? Because you want to get yourself in a situation, in a position where you don't need money so you you can make decisions that are not reliant on you having to get paid, right? So for example, let's say that a friend comes to you and they need help or like you like randomly get a text messages, a text message from a friend saying like, dude, I need your help, right? Like, you know, something bad super happened. I need like $5,000, right? Well, you could be in a like financial position, right? And just to like, you know, say this, that emergency situation is actually a real situation, not like a fake one, not a buddy like asking you for like free money, right? Let's just say they like they got into like a car accident and all that kind of stuff. They got to go to the emergency room, but they have no money to like 
really do anything. Something like that, right? Along those lines. Or like maybe they lost their passport and they need to find a way to get back home or something. But something like that's an actual emergency, right? You could end up just gifting that to them, right? No strings attached, no nothing, just help them out. Or another situation, you like overhear, you know, a single mother with her like two kids at like the mechanic shop where the mechanic is like having to like, you know, talk to her and be like, hey, this is how much it's going to cost to fix up your car. And the car that she's driving is, you know, like five, ten years old or something like that, right? And it's kind of obvious that she doesn't have any money to really pay for it, at least nothing big, nothing more than like a chi- like a tire change or something. And they basically tell her, like, hey, this is going to cost five grand, right, to repair your car. Now, the car's not really worth five grand. The car's probably only worth like a grand, right? She has no money to even get another car. She has no money to pay for the, like, repair kind of stuff, right? And you start seeing her kind of, like, freak out, kind of, like, hyperventilate, and, like, basically saying, like, I, I can't pay that. I don't have enough money to pay that. Well, if you put yourself in a situation where you don't need money necessarily because everything's already set up for you, if you overhear something like that, you have the choice to gift her the money to repair the car. And you could do it in a way where she doesn't even know that you did it. Like a good example of this was like a cop overheard a woman in a tire shop and the guy, like the repairman, the clerk guy, told the lady, like you have to repair, like you have to replace all of your four tires, right? Like it's going to cost too much. Like, like, like it's too dangerous to allow you to drive on the road, right? Like it is just too dangerous to let you go back on that road. Like you have to get those tires replaced, right? Well, this cop that was sitting in there overheard this, went up to the clerk after the clerk was done talking to the lady and just paid for brand new tires. Just paid for it and just walked out. Didn't even say anything to the lady, nothing. Just paid it and walked out. And that moved that clerk so much that he also helped her out in another way too. So it just kind of goes to show you like the importance of of getting financially secure so that you have more options available to you, not just for yourself, but for other people in the world as well. Like, it's something to really think about. If you want to learn how to get out of debt, go to 40